Welcome to The Straight Cut. My name's Steve Garland. Aaron Shuttleworth. And we are coming to you from West End Cigars. Back in the members' lounge. Ready for another episode, Aaron? I am ready. All right. We, uh, we're going to talk this week about mid-range cigars. So you and Doug talked a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. about uh, budget cigars, so anything less than $10. Yeah, we did inexpensive cigars. Yeah. Um, so this this time we're going to cover the range from ten to eighteen dollars. So yeah, kind of that sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite range. Um, there's a lot of cigars in that range, mm-hmm. um, and eighteen is kind of right on the edge of what most people will spend yep. when they come in and, and buy a cigar. So you're not quite into the like really really high end stuff, mm-hmm. but um, a little higher than some people would go. Yep. So and that'll be that'll be for the next one. So yep. So I don't know what's on your list, and you don't know what's on mine. I do not. So, Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. But this week, we are smoking the Avo Regional West. So this was a regional release that they did at IPCPR this last year. Um, so they did a West edition and an East edition. They released them um, in each territory based on what state you're in, mm-hmm. right? Um, we are part of the East um, so we got the East the first time, yep. and then they did um, where you could order either one. So we, mm-hmm. we went ahead and ordered both blends again, and uh, so this is turned out to be a really good yeah. uh, both blends, the East and the West. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I actually had the the West uh, just the first time, you know, not too long ago because we haven't had the West that terribly long. We've had the East for a while. Yeah, um, the West just came to us um, a few weeks ago. Yeah, less Maybe than three, three, three weeks, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, roughly. And I probably, I probably grabbed it then because it has a very distinct box. It's a cardboard box. Yeah. Um, and it just like it something looked different on the shelf. Yeah. And I knew what the East looked like because I smoked plenty of those. And then I saw the blue laden box on the bottom. I was like, oh, what's that? And then I got closer. Like, oh, we're baller. We got the West division now. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I got in. I, I've 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 really enjoyed it. I've this will probably be my third one I've smoked. Yeah, this one. So the east is a blue box with orange accents. The west is an orange lid with blue accents. Mm-hmm. So, um, really, really great presentation. They look awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, two different blends, two different shapes, but really good. We'll get a little more into that as we go. But let's talk a little bit about some of our favorite cigars in the mid price range, ten to eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. What do you got first on your list? So the first one I wrote down was the Noblesse Regency. Yeah, that is um, this absolutely spectacular cigar. Um, it's one. Bing. That, yep. <laughs> well, that one classifies. It, it, <laughs> yeah. It's one that we I, smoke quite a bit, and I think that's the one that we did when we uh, when we had uh, Paul on. Paul, yeah. Uh, you know, six weeks ago or so. Um, you know, I don't know of one person that has had that and has not enjoyed it. Um, Everything about it yeah. is just the presentation, the wrapper, the taste, um, everything about that cigar. Yeah, it's in that it's in that range of it's a good mid tier. It's not too yeah. high. It's not too yeah, you know, inexpensive. It's that good yeah. one where you want something really nice, but you don't want to break the bank. Yeah, definitely. So all of that San Cristobal stuff is awesome, mm-hmm. um, and, and they've done a good job with the price range. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're. Lower end one is like nine something yeah. in most places. And then, you know, that that one goes up, you know, into that twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollar range, yeah. depending on where you're at. Yeah. Um but yeah, really, really good. 
Uh, my first one is actually two cigars, oh, but I put them together. Cheating the system, I see. I was cheating the system a little. So I put the Tatawahe Cajonu 2012 in both the Broadleaf and the Sumatra. Okay, okay. Those are two of my favorite cigars. I listed both of those when we covered our, our top ten yeah. um, or our top five, whatever it was. So that's not on my list. Was mine on yours? Uh, no. Okay. Nope, that was a good one. Um, but, yeah, I smoke both the Broadleaf and the Sumatra probably a little more than I should. Yeah. Um, they are great. That Broadleaf's got that really nice kind of leathery note to it. Mm-hmm. The Sumatra's got a really nice, like, nuttiness, almost graham cracker kind of mm-hmm. note that's just spectacular. Now, is, is the ding, is, yep. the, <laughs> is the Sumatra your favorite? I, I forget. Probably the Broadleaf, broadleaf okay. more often, but it switches back and forth. Yeah. Of the Tatawahe, I don't smoke those that often. Yeah. Um, just because... There's so many great ones of the of the Tatawahe yeah. line. I don't. It's hard for me to just pick one or the other. But yeah, those both those are are really good, and those are only coming in. Yeah, they only come in one, one size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a uh, it's like a uh, box press Churchill. Yeah, almost. And uh, these are not in any particular order. Um, no, we just listed a few each, and uh, we'll yeah. post them on. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. all yep. the social media stuff. Yeah, pretty much I did a I did a once around the humidor and then I looked in my dossier of cigar bands of like the, my favorite ones that I've had this year so far and just to see which one was was in there because I had yeah. you know, my dossier has the has the I put the price on it and everything and trying yeah. to stay in that in that range but uh and most of the Tatawahe stuff is in that price range. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's my favorite company, so I smoke all their stuff I, all I the time. I don't know of one that's over 18. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, they do have a couple, um, like, limited release ones that were, yeah. you know, 20, 22, somewhere in that range. So I know on the on the inexpensive one, I had two Tatawahe's that was under the $10 range. The, uh, the Miami 10 and... Um, so Doug, petite Cazadores I, I, or something. I had the Petite Cazadores, and mm-hmm. then I had the uh, ME2, and then I think Doug had the Black Label, I believe. I don't think that one's under ten. He cheated a little there. Did he? I, th- I think <laughs> if I think we put it up like it was like, like a couple cents past ten, yeah. that'd be fine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean those those were definitely in the, uh, in the first two sections yeah. of it. So. Uh, so next up on my list, I have the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar Corona. That Corona size. Yeah. So the Julius Caesar is one of my favorite cigars. Yeah. When we discovered that Corona size, oh man, I smoked those things so fast. Changed the game, dude. It is. It <laughs> it should have been on my top five list when yeah. we did this, but I hadn't had it. Yet. Yeah, we hadn't had that size. I mean, we've only had that one for uh, six two months, weeks, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not, not that terribly long. So I will say that one is on my list. Is it? Yep. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't have a certain size, but I have that one. I, I figured that one would be on yours, yeah. too. Uh, so I kind of double-clutched on yeah. putting that one down. But like you said, it is it is a great one. Um, you know, that one actually came in the in the Luxury Cigar Club box this month. Oh, that's great. Um, it wasn't that size, but, you know, the Julius Caesar did. So it was cool, like, just seeing people that post their box and everything. And there was a few people I saw that's never had that before. And I was yeah. like, you're about to change your world yep. when, when you have that one. Even people in here, uh, you know, they heard us talking about our favorite, even like starting way back from the, the first, yeah, first couple episodes. First couple episodes. And so that was on, on our list. And they're like, I've never had that one, but I'm going to try it. And then he came back and got four. So nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a, 
We're we're changing lives out yeah. there. Yeah, I think we originally got like two boxes of those in, and I think we smoked a box and a half between Probably. you, me, and Brandon. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a phenomenal cigar. No, I mean, I didn't know that you can make this cigar even better. I know. And then when you throw that's it in the that crazy Corona part. size, oh, yeah, it's son. spectacular. Yeah. So I had it the first time at Casa Fuente. <laughs> you can do that the whole show? I'm going to do the whole show. <laughs> yeah, I had it the uh, the first time at Casa Fuente mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Vegas. And uh, I got back, and I, I, I text my rep and ask, is this a limited size to only Casa Fuente? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. Um, but I had never seen it in another shop. Oh, so you had the Corona at IPCPR. At IPCPR. Oh, I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't realize that's how you found it. Yeah, that's where I had it the first time. And, and when, when we got back, I ordered it immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been tearing them up since then. So Yeah, no, that's a... That's a... Ugh spectacular one ding <laughs> <laughs> um, all right what's next on your list mine is like i gotta see what since you've already grabbed one off my list i wonder if i can grab one off your list let's probably see. let's go for the le bijou yeah um i put the uh, torpedo box press mine too yeah that that cigar is awesome um I like box press cigars. Yeah. A lot of people don't, but I do. Mm-hmm. I've I've come around to like liking them. Yeah. Um, it seems like when I first started smoking cigars, I didn't have a lot of box press, or I didn't see a lot of box press. You saw just I saw a lot more round. But now, I'm not like searching out for them. But I yeah. I I I appreciate that they just take it one extra step rather than just rolling it, and they put a put a box press on it. Some you're gonna have that soft box. Some you're gonna have straight 90 degree turns um like the slr uh, that we have in here yeah that thing's a cube that is a straight yeah square that is you can put a square on that and it will be yeah. perfect um but then you have some that are the soft box and i really appreciate that but i do like a box press now now you even get like the the diamond rough cut yeah that's not really a box but it's just a you know it's a box-esque it's, yeah <laughs> it's it's yeah. hard angles but i had an issue round. with that one uh, when it first came out, I couldn't figure out like how does it fit in my mouth correctly, yeah. right? Because normally on a box press, you put the flat side mm-hmm. on either side, and it, and it stays right there. Mm-hmm. On a round cigar, it just kind of like fits into the corner of your mouth, and, and it stays there. Yeah. With that one, it's like when you put the flat side up, there's a point down, or when you put a point up, yeah, the, then the flat side's you down. To it's like, like this doesn't have, work. <laughs> you have to like morph your lips. Yeah. Around the. You thing. just kind of get used to it, yeah. but yeah. yeah, that's the Alec Bradley Diamond Rough Cut. And uh, if you haven't had that one, you need to try it too. Yeah, so I have the the, the Libiju, and that that torpedo box press is my favorite of yeah. of that one. Um, they have the Churchill size too, mm-hmm. which that's one of the only Churchills I really do yeah. enjoy a lot. The wrapper on it is just uh, it's just one of the best wrappers. It's rich, it's dark, nice and oily. Really, really do it and enjoy it. Um, the box it comes in yeah. again. One of the prettiest boxes. Yeah, it's a good presentation. Like, I remember when we first got those in, what, four years ago? Like, everybody's like, oh, I want that box. Be like, well, you better get in line. <laughs> because everybody wants that box. Or, yeah. or I said, well, you could go ahead and buy everything that's in it, and then you get the box. But, you know, they, they didn't really go for that one. Well, let's touch on the cigar real quick. So, from Davidoff's website, um, it says, In the spirit of Avo Uvesian's undying passion for exploration... Chance encounters and unexpected connections. Two unique blends have been crafted for the East and West regions. The Avo Regional Editions are an unprecedented release. 
each blend offering a singular and noteworthy experience for every aficionado. The Avo Regional West Edition delivers a refined, perfectly harmonious smoking experience wrapped in a rich brown Ecuadorian special sun-grown wrapper leaf. The blend offers unique sweetness and intense flavors of chocolate, nougat, and orange zest, accompanied by delightful aromas of nuttiness, chocolate, and spice. The West Edition boasts a velvety-rich smoke with flawless construction that delivers a crescendo of flavors and intensity. It's a good word, crescendo. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't put that any better. Um, That's why I read it. I was like, this is a perfect description. Yeah, I mean, ev- everything that you just wrote off, you're definitely getting. You do get that zestiness. You get that citrusy effect. It's kind of like the uh, the Avo Synchro. You know, it has a very grapefruit-esque aroma yeah. to it. You know, this doesn't have so much of the aroma, but it does have that that crispness, I guess, that you get with like a, a, a you know, the, the zest of an, yeah. of an orange. Just I get citrusy. it in the retrohale really yeah. heavily. Like you, you taste that orange zest very heavily in the retro hail. Mm-hmm. It's good though. I really enjoy it. Yeah, no, this is this is a very good one. Do you do you have do you prefer one or the other, the east or the west? No, I don't think so. They're both good and they're both unique. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I enjoy them equally. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably have to smoke them back to back to pick one, but I don't think I would. No, I, I wouldn't either. Um, I gravitated more towards the west uh, because of the shape, because it is a pyramid. Um, as opposed to the what, what the east was, so I, I automatically already already like the shape or the yeah the the size better. Um, the vitola, the vitola, um, that's good. But like we're looking at the website, there's something on here that we've never seen before. Yeah, this is interesting. So on the specification, it has your vitola size, the ring gauge, the length, the intensity, wrapper binding filler. But there's also a smoking time. It says it's 50 minutes worth of smoking time. I've yeah. never seen a manufacturer or anything put. You know, other than I've seen like uh, people who do reviews, like it, uh, it, I smoked it for an hour and 20 minutes or yeah. whatever, but I've never actually seen it come from the manufacturer side itself. So that was very, yeah, it's interesting. It was very interesting. So now we're going to see if this actually goes the full. Yeah. Mine's not going to last 50 minutes. <laughs> I'm almost to the first band. See, I, <laughs> and I will, and I will definitely say this will last me longer than 50 minutes just because I'm a slower smoker. Uh, but that's still, that's, that's a pretty, cool little interesting nugget they they yeah. added onto that well why don't you tell us what we're paired with tonight too yeah so as everybody knows we had our five-year anniversary um this past week uh i am still tired Me too. from it it was, was a long day that was <laughs> such a long day we got up here early i got up here like eight o'clock we moved the island did all that kind of stuff getting stuff ready you know then we went and had lunch you know kind of that calm before the storm yeah. kind of thing just you know Kind of collecting your breath, getting yeah. that last little bit of juice in you. Yeah, because as soon as we got done with lunch, the it event. Was yeah, the event the technically running. starts started at five. I think we f- did our first like big sale at like two thirty, and then after that, boom! It was yeah, it was unreal. It was there were so many people in here. Um, Balls to the wall. It, yeah, it was nuts. And you know, one thing I, I'm you know afterwards we sat down and we talked about everything and. Got all up in our feels and yeah. stuff. Um, the one thing I meant to I meant to mention, but I didn't, was with that new uh, air system that we have, mm-hmm. dude. That was like yeah, it worked really it, well. It kicked ass all night long. Yeah, it was it was awesome. But you know, taking the long way around on yep. that, good buddy of ours, uh, Drew from the Art of Men's Cuts, the, our my barber, your barber, yeah, yeah Brandon's, Brandon's, yeah, uh, Trovers, 
Nice. Uh, damn near everybody <laughs> here. Man, Drew's getting it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what's crazy because the owner is my brother-in-law, but I, I go to Drew. <laughs> but I've known Drew for for years. Hell, we were in the senior play together in high school. Yeah. Um, but he brought us a uh, a bottle of whiskey. Brought us a Glenfiddich single malt Scotch whiskey, but it's finished in uh, Indian Pale Ale casks. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Um, so he gave that to us. We cracked it then. And we're having that tonight with with this. Um, it's a very, it's a, I, I used to drink a lot more scotch than I do now. Um, but it like, like you said before we started recording, it's, it's, it's smooth. It is smooth. Mm-hmm. It's not really peaty. No. Nope. Um, like you get with scotches. But it's also, this is the first ever um, finished in a, you know, Indian pale ale cast. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's going to be what you're going to see more of that, you know, coming soon because yeah i, I drink jameson and i've had those that, that are finished in the uh in the uh the stout barrels mm-hmm. and those are good but i've never seen anything else like an ipa or finishing in one of those barrels but it's a it's a yeah. really good so we're having some of that with a little bit of water and, and good to go yeah i'm not much of a scotch guy um and i'm i hate ipas mm-hmm. um, but this is actually pretty good it's smooth um you know, it's got a little hint of sweetness to it, but it's not overpowering. Um, and it actually goes really well. This kind of orange zesty it, note that you get it does does well with with the scotch. Yeah, so. and we're both drinking it neat. Um, you know, well with water. Yeah, well, have it on the rocks. It's not cooled down. <laughs> um, so it is room room temp, and the water is room temp too because I just put it in the fridge. Um, mine's not. Mine's ice cold. But. Oh, is it? So mine, mine's room temp, but it does. It has that. It has some really nice citrusy to it. Um, you don't get that that bitterness. Yeah. Of the IPA. No. With it, it's a very good one, and like you said, it's it's matching up pretty pretty damn well with the uh, Alvo West cigar we're having. All right. So next up on my list is one of my absolute favorite cigars, the LFD Chapter One. <laughs> I love that cigar. Yeah. So I have the chapter two. Do you really? I do. Wow. Yeah. There you I, go. See, I, you like the one better. Yeah. I like the two better. To me, the one has a richer flavor. They're both great. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're very complex, but to me, the chapter one has more of that rich flavor. And it has, I love like leathery cocoa notes in yeah. cigars. Yeah. And it is exactly that. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm not, I don't like the, I don't like the leather, which everybody knows, but I do like that cocoa-y. Um, and the the I will say I think the number one is a stronger cigar, but the number two to me has a more it, it's a richness but a smoothness of the flavor that I that I enjoy and I like the wrapper. It's not as dark. It's a more of a chestnut color as opposed to that you know not black, but it's yeah. like a couple shades lighter than black. Yeah, it has kind of like a, a rosado look to it. Uh-huh. You know, kind of that reddish brown color. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not huge on Rosado cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it, it, that kind of tastes like uh, red clay. I yeah. get a really distinct yeah, red you, clay. Yeah, you get some earthiness. I do smoke the Chapter 2, though. That mm-hmm. is a really good cigar. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've been smoking those, I mean, I guess as long as I've been yeah. coming here, because they're not that too terribly yeah. old of a cigar. Um, a couple years. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Chapter 2 came out when I first started coming to the shop, which is right at five years now or so. Yeah. Um, and I had the I had the actually had the number two first, and then I had the number one. Yeah. But I knew that number one was in your top. Yep. 
It's that's in your top five, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I smoke a lot of those. Yeah. So I knew I was like when I saw that I was like I bet you anything one's gonna be on his so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two on mine. Well, those are um, part of the series that uh, Tony Gomez did. Yeah, because then Toledo's he did the son. Yeah, so, so then he, he did, did the, the Lenox was first. Yeah. In the chapter one, chapter two, and then the Lavocada. Lavocada. Yep. Yeah. And which all four of those? Are yeah, they're great. So so great good. Cigars. I love all those. I smoke those. Not as much as I'd like to, I guess, just because we both smoke so many different cigars. Yeah. Um, but if I get a chance to smoke one of those, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll smoke that. But that chapter two, and again, it's a, it's a chisel tip, but it's a, it's a, a soft, box, it's press a soft box press, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's really nice, and I like that V cut on that one. Some people yeah. just like pinch, pinching the tip and just have that top little cap mm-hmm. lid comes off straight cut it it does it that's that's one of those ones i mean i've seen people punch it too i've never yeah. i've never had it punched um it's interesting so when you punch it you either have to punch on the top or the bottom or both mm-hmm. right and so it if you do it on the bottom it forces the smoke directly onto your tongue yeah. which is going to produce a more intense flavor right it's the whole idea mm-hmm. so you'll see some people do that on torpedoes they'll cut it at a slant from top to bottom yep so that it forces the flavor directly yep. to the center part of their tongue yep. Yep. um which I don't know if you saw this, which um, one of the guy the guy we did the the trade with uh, cigars and stuff. Yeah, because he he said he saw us that we were talking about the me two, so he posted a picture of he cut the of the cigar. He had that on the slant too. Yeah. So yeah, definitely yeah. try that out. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it produces a much more intense flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's not. So it just kind of depends. I don't normally do that because mm-hmm. most torpedoes I'm going to V cut. Yeah. Unless I just can't, I don't have a V cut with me. Yeah, because right? everybody knows that you started that trend. I didn't start the trend. I started it here at this shop. <laughs> Chris Harper, you can say what you want. You didn't teach me that, bro. I've been doing that a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's not something I do regularly. I experimented with it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first got into cigars, I tried a bunch of different things yeah. with, you know, cutting at different angles, uh, different types of cuts, uh, toasting the cigar before I cut it, yeah. um, never touching the flame to the cigar at the same time that I'm drawing. I tried a bunch of different stuff, and, and it, it all produced different notes, but I don't think it was enough to – well, I shouldn't say that. It, it, it didn't um, – you didn't see a noticeable difference. No, you could you could see differences. Um, it, this is just cutting the cigar yeah. with either a straight cut or a V cut mm-hmm. is the one that I preferred the most. Yeah. Um, and, and then toasting it first and and drawing at the same time, but not touching the flame to the cigar is what I came to in my mind is the best way to do it. So right? and everybody's different with that. Yeah. So honest answer: When was the last time you had a V uh, a V cut? I had a V cut the other day. I had a torpedo V cut uh, it. Yeah, I, I, I swear. Ever since we started the show, I don't know if I've had a V cut. Yeah, I V cut all and torpedoes. I, and I used to be, and I used to be, um, you know, V cut all the time. Oh, yeah. Even this one here, it's a torpedo, and I V uh, straight cut it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't V it. Um, yeah, the V cut is somewhat newer, uh-huh. um, and, and it became a fad for a long time. People were V cutting everything just because it was the new hip thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, and, and some people have stuck to it. Some people haven't, yeah. but to me, uh, on a torpedo, it just feels right in my mouth. And so that's why ha- I V cut it. It has a very, uh, ple- pleasant. It has a very nice mouth feel. I'll go pleasant. It's like a duck bill, I guess. <laughs> it's like the Pope's hat. It's what I like to call yeah. it. 
<laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, uh, so speaking of the Pope, do you see what he did today? No. He he sent out a tweet, but he accidentally tagged um, the saints instead of like he's like he said I, I bless all the saints today, but he accidentally tagged the NFL saints today. Oh my gosh! And they ended up winning and everything. It was just so it was crazy because that became a, a mean, that's got to be fake. I mean, that, no, that, no. I mean, it came from his actual account. It became like that can't be that real. was that was like the meme of the day. But again, the 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 best nugget of goodness is in the comments. The best one was he turned uh, Teddy Bridgewater into Teddy Bridgewine. <laughs> That's spectacular. Ding. <laughs> no, it's just funny how like that's awesome. You know, he just I, I assume that he probably knew who the Saints were. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I mean, you were just in Rome. I don't know if there was like a bunch of NFL gear from regulars or not regular regulars. <laughs> Those the regular Romans. The the the, the Oh my gosh. The, what what's the word? I'm the like, locals. The locals. Yeah, thank you. The locals. Um but that's just, I don't know, I, th- I found that funny. And there's a bunch of Saints fans that are in here, and with it being you yeah. know, game day, I was like, hey, look, you, you got the Pope side, <laughs> Pope side on you today. You're good that's to go. Funny. So chapter, you had chapter one, I have chapter two. So I'll go with, uh, oh, I'm pretty, I'm, I think you might have this one on here, so I'll save it. So since we just had our Drew Estate event, I'm going to go with the Liga number nine, Corona Viva. Yeah, you know, I didn't put any ligas on my on my list. Um, I don't know why. I, I smoke a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good. It's just uh, I don't think it's the best Drew Estate. Uh, you know what? I'm I will agree because my favorite Drew Estate isn't on this list. But yeah, I, I would say that's probably in the second. What's your favorite? Uh, I really like the Herrera Esteli Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, that's that one's my spectacular. Ding. Um, and then the uh, the Undercrown Maduro, mm-hmm. I think, is one of the best mm. cigars on the market. I will say it's the one, priced right. The one that we had just for our event, the uh, the Shady X, the, the Shady. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that thing was yeah awesome. Yeah, they've made a couple of limited edition sizes. That's one of them. Uh-huh. And then they did the Dogma for the, uh, Cigar Dojo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to beat that cigar, mm-hmm. and it's part of the extension of Liga, mm-hmm. right? For the for the accounts that can't have that, that's mm-hmm. what they get, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's phenomenal. I mean, I don't understand, um, like people that that pay crazy prices for the Ligas mm-hmm. when they can't find them other places. You have to buy them from somewhere, and so you pay. You pay what, what they, they ask yeah. for them, right? Yeah. We don't do that here. We set them at what they're supposed to be, yeah. and we leave them. We yeah. we refuse to upcharge for stuff like that. No. Um, but I don't understand why people would pay the extra price for that cigar when they can have the undergrounds. I don't know of another cigar that has such a quite cult following as that one. Yeah, that one's pretty pretty high up there. Um, the only other one I can think of is when the yellow cake. Um, yeah, the yellow cake was up there for a long time. A lot of the Roma craft stuff is that way. Mm-hmm. Some of the Tatuaje stuff is that way. Um, the uh, the Black Label, uh, Blackwork Studio, Black Label Trading yeah. Company, that stuff's kind of that way. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, I mean, they, fans of Liga will travel. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, there was definitely people that were here. Uh, this past weekend, they're not regulars. They're yeah. not regulars. I've never seen before. Yeah. There were some uh, that were from Oklahoma. 
I mean, when you're, I mean, that's dedication yeah. to, I mean, we always say smoke what you like. Yeah. And those consumers know what they like and they're willing to travel four plus hours for an event at a shop they've never come to just because, I mean, it was an awesome party. We had Fabian here, so that, that helps as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words sometimes yeah. when you see just the cult following that, that certain cigars yeah. have. And they're great cigars. I'm oh, not, I'm yeah. not, I don't want anybody to think that I'm putting them down. I just don't think it's the best le- or the best Drew Estate that they make. So did you answer, what, is it the Undercrown? Yeah, the Undercrown, I think, is the best cigar okay. Drew Estate puts out. Okay. Yeah, I know that was, so we had, we had that one on, uh, that was on Doug's list a couple weeks ago. Yeah, was and it, it should be on everybody's there. sub ten dollar list. Yeah, no, that, I mean that, it's worth every dollar. That that is a very good one. Even even the uh, like I'm not a light cigar fan. Uh, the shade. Yeah, is it's a, a good cigar it's too. A really, really good one. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, and I, I'm somewhat surprised when when we first I have had many ligas mm-hmm. when we first got that legal line. Um, people, like you said, started searching for them, right? And they're coming in and. And it somewhat surprised me, but it, I, I guess I understand it because they just can't get them around here. Yeah. Um, and so now there's somewhere they can come get them, so that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they're really good cigars, mm-hmm. and they're worth what, what we charge for them. They're yeah. not worth what people resell them for. That's that's what I don't think is worth. I, I'll, I'll disagree on saying it's worth whatever you're willing to buy or will, yeah. whatever you're willing to pay. Yeah, I mean, Because at the same is. time, you know. Everything is. When I was in, when I was in uh, Atlanta a couple weeks ago, and I saw that a shop had a box of giant tobacco knot that were $21 that doesn't retail at that, but I was willing to pay that if they were, if they were willing to sell it to me, um, you know, they, they wouldn't, but it's not to me. That is, that is a $20 cigar because I'm willing to pay that because it's, it's ours. And then I would sell it to you for 30 bucks a stick. So, I mean, it's all even. (laughs) I'd I'd probably pay $30. I, I know. That's what's crazy. Like, I mean, had had they have let me buy those, you would have been the first person I call to be like, "Hey, they have three quarters of a box. Do you want me to go? Do you want to go yeah. in on it?" Yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand that either. Where people won't let you buy cigars. Yeah, I mean, right? I'm not in business to hold cigars for people. Mm-hmm. I'm in business to sell cigars. I was talking to the wrong person. Plain and simple. Um, Probably, but either way, all of our guys know. Look, it doesn't matter what it is. Unless yeah. someone has already said, hey, I'm going to buy that yeah. tomorrow when I come in. Yeah. That's one thing, right? Yeah. But if I have a cigar and it's limited, I'll sell you everything in it. Oh, yeah. I don't care what it is. You know, it's funny. I was sitting back today. You know, I was sitting with the regulars and everything. We're just BSing around and, you know, talking just stuff. And I was sitting here thinking, what would I do if somebody came in and said, I want to buy every cigar in your humidor? Like... Do you do that? And then oh you, yeah, and then you just don't have cigars for anybody. It's yep. just like I I know it's yep. I know it's never going to happen, <laughs> but that would be one of those things. Where like you know what, I that would probably be fine. I have to run it up the ladder really quick, <laughs> just because yeah. you know if somebody did do that and came in and bought every cigar that we have, which would yeah. be you know a, thousands a of, of money. thousands of cigars. Yeah, but then at the same time, I was thinking about what about everybody else that came in afterwards, and like. We don't have any. <laughs> so it's just like, it's one of those scenarios that will never happen. Yeah. But I see what you're saying, too. I mean, it would, you basically close down for the next week till people would come in and yeah. you'd have more cigars. Yeah. But you literally just you sold, paid you, for the shop for a year, right? Or, yeah. you know, whatever time, yeah. time frame that is based on how often you flip your humidor, right? Uh-huh. But, 
I mean, it'd be worth every dollar to go ahead and sell it. Yeah, and, and that, just and, tell people, look, this is what happened. <laughs> I'll have some cigars overnighted on Monday. I, it would be one of those things where, like, you know what? I would probably open up my locker, yeah, and be like, and be like take whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> you are oh, good. Yeah. We are we are good. You you want some of that stuff? I got that in my locker. You I'll want sell you everything yeah, we got? Yeah, I got. I you know I can re, I can replenish my personal locker. Yeah. It, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> definitely but, so if anybody wants to try that you can definitely come yeah, to West Cigars do. in Little Rock, Arkansas and buy please do <laughs> I'll deliver them <laughs> <laughs> alright so I went with the uh, the Liga what do you got on yours next I've got the Oliva Serie V Milano Figurato ooh I don't see how you can make a list of 10 to $18 cigars and not put that cigar that on is, there that is a good one Cigar of the Year uh, 12 or 11 no it was Cigar of the Year uh, 20 Let's see, 13 was a Cuban, 14 was the Le Bijou, 15 was the Milano. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I actually had one uh, last week. Actually, no, I had it Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I had it, had it Friday, and, uh, and then you're like, hey, let's go blow up these balloons. I'm like, dude, I just lit this thing. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I smoked it down, though. We had work to do, man. Uh, we did. We, we, had, we, had a, <laughs> we had to play with helium for a while. That's right. Um, I don't think I've ever... By the way, I've, I don't think I've ever like done that with like a balloon. Really? Was yeah. Probably because I was probably told my mom like, oh, if you do that, your voice is going to stay that way. Well, there is some people that say like it can damage your lungs, but <laughs> says say that to the cigar smokers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was uh, that was that was fun, man. All right, next up on my list, I've got the uh, Monte Cristo Espada Guard. Okay. Which is the smaller of those. Okay. So the the Siri V, the Guard, um, the Cajonu Sumatra, and the LFD um, Reserva Special. Mm-hmm. Those are four cigars that I love in the morning when I first get here with a cup of coffee um, or a latte, and you sit here and, and kind of get ready for the day. Mm-hmm. That's the Espada is probably the one I do the most often yeah, when I do that. Yeah, the Espada, the Espada is, is really good. Yeah. Um, it, the thing that's crazy, it's like I love the way I want to see a cigar. I like looking at the cigar. I like looking at the wrapper. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like seven inches of bands. <laughs> yeah. You have to like look through. And then the, the one thing I'm always – what I do appreciate though is that it does have a lot of bands on it, but whoever puts the bands on knows that there's a lot of bands, so they don't goop the yeah, the, the, glue. the glue or the or the pectin yeah. or whatever they do to put that on. So they at least know, like, hey, you have to take all these damn things off to enjoy it. So I, I appreciate yeah. that they they they're looking out for the consumer on that. Oh one. yeah. Um, but again, yeah, that cigar is really good. Um, I had I had one not too not too terribly long ago. Uh, I love the box, you know, that leather wrapped kind of that oh, rough, yeah. that rough hide. Yeah. Oh, well, now they have a couple editions out of it. So the mm-hmm. one the one I picked is the original. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've got I think three blends of that cigar now. Yeah, the the uh, the new Escuro just uh, came out. Yeah. Not too. I mean, after IPCBR. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a very good one as well. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got that one. Got that one. Got that one. So. So we shared a few of these. So mm-hmm. I've I've only got one more on my list, but I, I have can, three. But I can I will probably one of them's the same. One of them's the same. So this one, this one might actually be the same. Going the the nineteen sixty four exclusivo. I had the exact same cigar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you can't make a list in this price range and not include a Padron, you have to. And and yeah. you know that 
that size is a little bit bigger size than what I had that I normally smoke in the uh, 1964. But you like that Principe? I like the Principe. Yeah. But that Exclusivo size. If I'm going to sit back here, I have my headphones in, or if I'm reading, or if I'm doing something, I want to, you know, treat myself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I'm going to definitely enjoy that 64 um, all the way. So I want to get the bigger size. And that's not even the biggest size um, of, no. of, of that one. No, it's a, it's, it's it's a little a, bigger than a Corona probably. Yeah. But, it's, yeah, it's a box press cigar again. Um, it's it's a spectacular cigar, ding. ding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you to it. Um, but, yeah, it, you know. How can you? No, you can't. You you would be crazy to make a list of medium tier cigars. And what's crazy is that that is just technically Wait, the Maduro or the natural. Uh, Maduro. Yes, me too. Just um, making sure. Yeah, no Maduro. Um, but that's what's crazy. Like that is a that is a high end, yeah. top tier, great cigar that you're not going to break your bank on. Yeah, you're going to you're going to give the tobacconist a 20 and you're going to be getting change back. Yeah. And then you're going to sit there and you're going to enjoy that cigar close to an hour and a half. That is to me that is what the essence of a mid mid I don't even like the word mid rate mid range for that one because it, it almost kind of It's a premium cigar. Yeah, it, it's mean, just price right. It is it is price. Not something you're going to smoke every day, but it's it's something Not unless you you're really a baller. Right, but when you really are looking to like sit back and enjoy and relax, that's oh. the cigar mm-hmm. that, that you pick. I mean, it's it's a top quality, top tier company. Mm-hmm. Um, you never have uh, construction issues out of them. Nope. They're they're very smooth. They they draw fine. Um, it, it's it, it's hard to beat. I mean, that may be like if you had to say what is the closest cigar to perfect. Yeah, that one's probably the one most people pick. Yeah. Yeah, prob- and it's kind of crazy to think of it that way, but that's probably what most people would say. Yeah, I mean, and I and I gravitate more more towards the Nicaraguan uh, tobacco and everything. Mm-hmm. So that one is definitely the Nicaraguan. Yeah, and that one just has everything, everything that you could possibly look for. Yeah, in an upper echelon cigar that yeah. is not going to, you know, have your significant other yeah. pissed at you because you yeah. bought a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, before we go any further on the list, let's talk a little bit about the cigar again. Um, so I had to take the first band off, so I'm a little further than you. Um, but um, this is it's a 5.5 by 52 pyramid. Um, like we said earlier, it's Ecuadorian uh, sun-grown wrapper with Dominican binder and then Dominican and Honduran fillers. Um, they only made 2,510 count boxes, so 25,000 cigars mm-hmm. of each blend. And, and originally, it was divided by which region you're in, east or west. Mm-hmm. And then they took the limits off, and you could you could purchase both. And so you should be able to find these. Anywhere that carries Avo is probably going to carry this cigar. Do we know where their break line is? Is it like Rockies, th- or is it more like I think it stopped Oklahoma, Missouri? Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, I think it stopped in Oklahoma. Okay. Um, I'm not 100% on that, but um, yeah, it's... You know, both of them are, are phenomenal blends. Yeah. And, we, and, and I know we have listeners spread all over the U.S., mm-hmm. a lot of West Coast, a lot of East Coast, a lot of Central. So if you can't get the West, definitely get the East. Yeah, it's it's just and, as good. And, and, and have that. And, and, and as it looks like a lot of shops can now get both mm-hmm. regions, 
definitely get both. Um, yeah. Ha- have both. See which one you like more. Um, some are going to like the East. Some are going to like the West. Yeah. I mean, even the even the people in here, the regulars in here, you're always going to gravitate one side or the other yeah. on that. Yeah, and if you guys have had one or the other um, or both and, and you want to share your thoughts on them, mm-hmm. uh, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. You send us an email. There's a direct link from the West End Cigars website to the podcast where you can listen to the episodes and send us information. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think of them. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we just added on our home our home shop web page, website, web page. Yeah, the West End Cigars there's web page. Now, there's now the... Uh, our own little Dropbox kind of thing for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, making it big time. That's right. On that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, hop in there, uh, take a look at it. Um, yeah, but like you said, just let us know which one you like, you know, more than the other, I guess. Yeah. All right, I got two more on my list. All right, what's on your list? The first one is the Ashton Symmetry Prism, which is a Corona size. Uh-huh. Um, I, I smoked that one a lot. Um, Ashton's one of my favorite companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's made by Fuente and it's hard to beat. It's, uh, it's got a really nice, like nutty flavor to it. It does. It's just spectacular. There's a little Dang. bit of spice. Uh, it, it's, it's phenomenal. See, to me, that would be, that would, that would be a good morning cigar for me. Is that is that symmetry? Yeah, I've done it a few times in the morning. Uh, occasionally, I just kind of want want that cigar, and so I'll do that. But mm-hmm. it usually has just a tad bit more spice. Um, if I know I'm going to smoke, you know, four or five or six cigars today, I'm not going to start with that one most of the time. I'm going to start with something that's just a tad bit lighter than that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm fine with I'm fine with a little spice in the morning. You know, yeah, snort me up some cayenne. I'm you know good, <laughs> good to go. I like that. Pepper all the way through. Smoking NAS. Start the day. <laughs> yeah. A little pissed yeah. off Kristoff. A, a little pissed off. Oh, man. Talk about pissed off. That was a lot of those were sold today in the shop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have a tradition here when your NFL team loses, uh, you have to smoke the pissed off Kristoff because you're pissed off. Um, and our guys love it because it's a great cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, we sell a bunch of them because of it. But yeah, <laughs> Just, it's a man, great tradition. It was not a good day for, uh, I think, I think we only had like one winner of the group today. My team was on a bye this week. I'm yeah. a Colts fan. Yeah. And our last win was against Kansas City. Oh, God. And it was spectacular. <laughs> I'm not even going to ding that one. You ding. Can, you can ding that one all the way home. Um, yeah, Chiefs lost again today. Uh, no, I saw that. Cowboys lost to well, the Jets. Well, the Cowboys have not played anybody that's worth anything yet. Again, they play, the, but they they lost to the 0-4, oh, 0-5 Jets. Yeah, but they just got their quarterback back. I know, but still, I mean, I mean, he's better than the backup. I mean, he's not. He is. Oh yeah, he's better than what is it, Falk or Funk or? Uh, I don't remember now. Yeah, he, he's exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, he's there and we're here, so he's he's a little better than on some aspects. Um, but yeah, but it, in here in Arkansas, tons and tons of Cowboys fans. Yeah. Um. So there was even there was there was people today when we were setting up. Like they had to take a picture with the box. Yeah, <laughs> it's just we are so ruthless. Like you <laughs> might be feeling bad, your team lost. You know, you just got kicked in the stomach. Doesn't matter. We're going to poke. We're gonna rib you. You were gonna. Oh man, yep. we're just gonna. We're we're so brutal with with, <laughs> with each other. But at the same time, your lovely Razorbacks 
Lost oh again. Oh my gosh. I'm so done with the hogs this year. Really? You're wearing a hog shirt right now. I know. Is that oh, it's because I own so it, much of it. That's for the baseball team, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just for when they drop <laughs> baseball the, and track. That's just for when they drop the final out in the Shut in the, up, <laughs> man. We still made it. It was a good year overall. <laughs> I hate you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, you're all addressed them in your golf gear. How'd you do? Uh I beat Doug, but I didn't play great. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the most important thing is that I beat Doug. What'd you sm- did you smoke on the course? Yeah. What'd you have? Uh, I started with, what did I start with? Uh, the, my father, El Centurion H2KCT. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, and then I had one that, um, somebody brought me from El Salvador. Okay. Um, that I, I don't remember the name of it, um, but it was good. Mm -hmm. And then I finished with, um, the Herrera Esteli Brazilian Maduro. So, yeah, nice little ramp up in, in, uh. Spice there yeah. as I went. Yeah, I can't. What I what I have today? I had. Man, I don't remember. Oh, I started off the uh, the Viva La Vida that I got from Luxury, which oh yeah, AJ Fernandez. Oh man, that to me, love that the the taste and the smell that comes off that. Yeah. Like you know, like you can smell when somebody's like smoking a pipe. To me, that has that smell. Like I just, I like want to set it down, walk away, and then like. Oh yeah, that's 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 mine. <laughs> You're so weird. I love it, man. Uh, I had that. Uh, ha- smoked some more Drew Estate stuff from the event. Um, yeah, had the Crazy Alice. You know what? It's growing on you. Isn't it, it is, man. It's yeah. that. It's that sweet tipped, but it's not infused. It's tra- it's it's a tradition traditional tobacco. It's not an infused cigar, but it, it is sugar tipped. It's sugar tipped, but again, the aroma off that man, I, yeah, that is definitely growing on me. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. And then I had, I cracked into my Saints and Sinners 2019 box. Oh yeah. So I had the number one uh, today. I'm going to do what you what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to smoke the because we got 15, mm-hmm. three of the same. I'm going to smoke one now. Wait till next year's box. Smoke. The second layer, I guess, to see you know just the year difference mm-hmm. on it, and then yeah, so that so this was my first S and S cigar I've ever had. Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, let's see, this is my fourth or fifth year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a five pack from every year that I've been in. Yeah. Um, I still have some left over from last year's kit that I haven't I haven't broke into yet. Um, and then I have all my cigars from this one that I haven't busted yeah. in yet. I'll yeah, start I mean, smoking those over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I I just cracked it open because there was a couple other, couple other regulars that are members and everything. So I asked mm-hmm. them like, "Hey, have you cracked into it yet?" I'm like, no. I was like, well, I'm about to, I'm about to break mine open, and uh, lit it up, and it was yeah, very, very, very nice. Yeah, I still have a Peepmas pack from two, three years ago. Really. Um, that I just haven't gotten to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just stay so busy, and I like to smoke those cigars when I have a chance, to, like actually sit down and enjoy yeah. them, right? So yeah. I don't bring them to the shop when I'm working because mm-hmm. we're so busy all the time. I don't have time to like really enjoy that cigar, mm-hmm. so I have to wait till I have an hour to sit down and enjoy it. I don't like taking them to the golf course because a lot of times you drop them or mm-hmm. break them or, or set it down in the grass and it gets dirt on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I lit that up just like an hour before we shut down, and yeah. I knew we were winding down, so I was able to, you know, not have to sit it down constantly. And I, yeah. I, I just finished it up, you know, put that one down and lit lit this west up again, good good to go. All right, the final cigar on my list is uh, the Arturo Fuente Don Carlos Number Three. Okay. So a lot of people would put the Eye of the Shark on this list. 
I didn't put it on there because it's hard to keep in stock, mm-hmm. and so we don't get them that often, right? So to me, something that you can't get often enough is hard to put on a favorites yeah. list. So I, I was actually looking. I was standing in the humidor looking at the Fuentes, and I was like, you know, the one I would put on the list we don't even have out right now just because of what you just said. It's harder to find, but I understand what you're saying. Which Fuente? The triple eight in Yeho is what I yeah. would have put on mine. Yeah. Yeah, those in Yehos are really good. Mm-hmm. You know? Same thing with Opus. People search for those Opus, the mm-hmm. Eyes Sharks. I mean there's a lot of that stuff that that should be on everyone's list, mm-hmm. but because you don't get to smoke it often enough, yeah. it's hard to say this is a favorite. Yeah, I mean I mean because there's people who come in here when because we only get X amount of allotment because mm-hmm. it only comes out one time a year. Yep. I mean we have to put like, okay, you can only get X amount at no, a time. No, but, we don't. But it's, well, I'm just saying, like, people only want to, if we had the choice, people would definitely buy all the boxes. But not every, We sell them everything. I know. We, we don't s- put a limit no, on what I'm No, I'm saying them themselves only buy, like, they're not yeah. going to buy the whole thing because they're going to. Some come, of them will. Sure, I mean, some will, yeah. But, I mean, I would do that too, honestly. <laughs> but at the same time, I know somebody behind me might want to have that. And I yeah. want to, you know, I want to share the wealth a little bit because, you know, I'm cool. I'm not. I'm an asshole, but I'm that much of an asshole. Well, <laughs> you still missed me so much. <laughs> I've been. I mean, I've been. I've been on one past. You know. Yeah, you have, man. We you need a hug, bro. Hey, I know. I'll I'm get just, you there. <laughs> you'll you'll never change me all the way. <laughs> so we had what we shared three cigars. Yeah, roughly. something like that. Yeah, I mean. I was looking around. I probably could have put more on there. I didn't want to yeah. put you know every single one of them because this, right. this would be front and back, both yeah. pages. Yeah, like I said when we started this, this is my favorite tier. Tier, yeah. yeah. That's where most of my favorite cigars sit. Mm-hmm. Is in that kind of you know ten to sixteen dollars is about what I normally buy. Yeah, mine's probably in that nine to fifteen ish range. Yeah, and there's cigars like in the eight eight to nine dollars that I'll buy mm-hmm. every day. Um, but if I was going to put a list together of my top five cigars, most of them are going to be yeah. 12 to $16. Yeah. yeah, I think in my top... And that kind of sucks. I, <laughs> I wish they were all like seven bucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I think in my top five, I think I'd only have one over 18, probably. I don't know that I... Yeah, I probably did put one or yeah. two. Yeah, I, I know I, I would have one over it, but yeah. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to... That's a teaser for That's the right. for the next one. That's right. Um, so next week um, we're gonna have Chris Harper on um, with Perdomo Cigars. He's our rep here in uh, Arkansas. Um, one of our favorite reps. Oh, great yes. guy. We always have a good time when he's here. Yeah, always. Um, and then we're very smoking. knowledgeable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're gonna be smoking the Habano Bourbon Barrel Age Sungrown, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite Perdomos. Yep. Um, it's a spectacular cigar. Ding. <laughs> I mean, I lost count. What are we, like eight? I don't know. Who so, knows? Somebody in the comments, let us know how many It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, it that's, to me, the best Perdomo that they make that's not like the limited stuff, uh, right? Yeah. So, it's good. It is. It is a good one. Yeah, so looking forward to to that one. Um, Want to touch on the cigar one last time before we uh, carry yes, on? Yes, sir. Yeah, that orange zest 
is all the way through this cigar on the retrohale. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've retrohaled it probably a dozen times, and every time that's what I, that's the most prominent note I get. Yeah, I just I just did it again. It has some very nice spice, not overpowering. Um, not I don't get like a, a peppery spice. I get um, almost like maybe a, a white pepper. Yeah, maybe a white pepper, but I'm thinking yeah. more like a like a nutmeg-ish kind of cumin spice off of it. Yeah. Um I don't I don't really taste nutmeg, but, but that nougat but, definitely. But that but that is that, but that orange, that citrusy note. Yeah. You definitely get that. Yeah. And again, uh pairing it with the uh Glenfiddich that we're having, it definitely definitely works well. So again, thanks to Drewski to uh That's right. who who got us those and I need to go see him soon. My beard's getting a little long. I need to I need a little <laughs> Little trim up on the on the old thing. Because, I mean, y'all have seen my <laughs> Sounds beard. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> I mean, y'all have seen my beard. It, it it has a life as its own, life of its own. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it is the center of attention. Man, so we did a slideshow for the event, and there's some pictures on there from other anniversary parties. Uh-huh. And your hair <laughs> in some of those photos is out of control. Just not even that, but just like my body was out of control. Yeah. Well, well it wasn't that bad, but but it's what's crazy is seeing Brandon clean shaven, which yeah. I haven't seen him clean shaven in a year yeah, and a half probably or at least, more. Yeah. But he just like, man, seeing those pictures was I love seeing that just because seeing the I don't want to say humble beginnings, but you know, well, it was, it was, yeah, yeah it, it was, was a just, humble beginning. The shop looks. T- Totally yeah. different than what yeah, I was is. talking to somebody about the uh, the space in the humidor. We put up a picture of like mm-hmm. our first day open, uh-huh. and there was like two three inch gap between each box. We were trying to make the shelves look full. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I would kill to have that kind of space, <laughs> but I would be embarrassed if that's what our humidor looked like right I now. <laughs> so we had it was weird because so we have a big island in our humidor, and yeah. we pulled that thing out for the anniversary, and we took that out. I kind of sat there right at the door looking in. I'm like, damn. That is yeah. so much room. Yeah. But then taking all those boxes off, we probably had close to a hundred boxes probably on that on that humidor. Yeah. I mean on the uh, on that island in the on humidor. the island. Yeah, it was it was nuts. Um, and just just seeing just seeing all those pictures, seeing you know, and you get to see a lot of the customers love seeing that too because they're there in the very first of it, and then they're seeing it now yeah. and just it's seeing that progression of what the shop has become and what it will be and then we ended it with the you know here's that yeah here's what's coming next kind of yep. thing and then and then like when when brandon you know brandon held together very well he did um he did great he he even said snapped it out of that that's it yep <laughs> and then but like when he said like all right the next shop is going to be in conway like you heard people say what what no way yeah. like yeah so it was like all right yeah so it was uh it was cool seeing that you know and then like i said before we we got we got done with everything, got break out of here, got cleaned up, eleven something, and then uh, we sat down and you know, like I said, we got all up in our fields and then like yeah, because that was your last big event here and yep. at this at this location, and then you know I had to break it up by saying, all right, here's to the West End War that is about to ensue, which I still haven't been there yet. I've just seen pictures. Yeah. I need to get my ass up there. Yeah, man, you go check around. it out. It's yeah. humongous. It's gonna be awesome. I, when you're talking about the size of it, I didn't yeah. realize. 4,000 square feet. Yeah, and how this is only, what, 14 and a quarter? Something like that, yeah. I mean, even I was like, damn. Yeah, the humidor is going to be 
at, at least double, almost triple the size. And the members it's like is- fifteen by twenty five. <laughs> it's it's big. So for, for Arkansas, that's a big humidor. That's 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 a good size. Yeah. And then the members lounge is gonna be three times the size. Oh yeah, at least. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I God, I can't wait to see. Yeah, it's gonna to be see awesome. What it is. And it's gonna look nine. What sixteen foot ceilings? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, and it's gonna—it's a smooth changing of the guard. Yeah, um, you know, Doug has been here just like two months less than I have. Yeah, um, but you know, he's—he's he's been running it. He's been running this stuff in the shop discreetly for the past, you know, ever since you went to Italy, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much. So it was a good—it was a good easy transition then, where people didn't notice uh, what was going on, but it was definitely something that we knew was going on yeah. at the same time and you know it's it's gone it's relatively smooth it honestly yeah. as it, as it could go i have 100% faith in Doug i think oh, he yeah. did a great job yeah, i mean he's super good with the uh, with customers uh, people love him i mean he's Dougie fresh i mean er, there's yeah how can you hate Dougie fresh yeah, i mean everybody 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 loves Dougie fresh location is right off the highway it's yeah. great it's a standalone building mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's a it's a fairly newish building yeah yeah well, I think it's that time, Aaron. It is that time. Um, I'm ready for it? Everybody knows the rules. Everybody, knows, I I assume. What was last week's? I forget. No, last week I didn't take the money. It was the uh, the eulogy thing. Eulogy, yeah. We yeah, both I, said no. I didn't. I didn't take that one. Um, I heard mixed. Uh, some did. I, I. Some people just want money. I mean. I mean, yeah. a million dollars is a lot of money. It's easy to say you would do a lot of these things, yeah. but when it actually came down to it, it'd be different. Well, let's see what you think about this one. Let's see. A million dollars. A lot of money. Every time you see a person on crutches, your upper lip smells like hot trash. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, give me that money. Give me it. For how long? Uh, it doesn't say. Let's say an hour. The hottest, the hottest trash you can smell. We're talking like uh, seafood restaurant trash in the July heat no, of, of Arkansas. It's not worth it to me. Really? No. For an hour, even if it was like once every two months. When was the last time you saw somebody on crutches? I mean, it happens pretty regularly. We have people come in here that have broken their foot or whatever. Like, you see people. I don't see. I can't tell the last time I saw somebody on crutches. Well, so I'm taking the money. I'm not taking it. Um, I think it might be another one of those things like you don't necessarily notice because it doesn't mean anything to your life, right? <laughs> it's kind of like when you buy a new car, right? Yeah. You do all this research, you buy the car, you think it's great, right? And then when you start like driving it, you notice how many of those cars are on the road. You know what? I will say that whenever we got our Subaru. You started noticing them, didn't man, you? Man, Subarus are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So think about it in that in that format, right? You don't notice people on crutches now because it doesn't mean anything to you. But once it starts making something impact your life, you're going to start noticing it a lot more. See, I would say, you know, I don't work at a hospital. If you worked at a hospital, now nah, I don't see how you could take the money. Um, but I'm, yeah, screw it. I can, I can live with hot trash upper lip for an hour. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. A million dollars is not enough for me to be so uncomfortable for an hour every time I see someone like that. It's not worth that kind of money. I have low standards, I guess. It just I just think we view a million dollars differently. I view, like, I don't need a million dollars. I make money. I yeah. can live on what I have, well, yeah, right? Yeah. 
So I don't need the million dollars. See, I, Neither do you. I view it as I view it as that's working for twenty years at fifty thousand a year. That's how I view yeah. it. That would be like, yeah. So that to me, that's worth it to to have an hour of shittiness once twice a month. I can live with that. Certain things I could, but that I cannot stand the smell of fish. I know you hate fish. Yeah. I mean, you've never enjoyed great sushi. No. That's what sucks, man. No desire to, for to your try bur- sushi. For your birthday, I want to take you to the best sushi restaurant. I'm not going. <laughs> you can take me wherever you want. I'm not going to show up. Uh, I'll take the chicken fingers, please. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Listen, I was in Japan. This is how much I hate sushi. I, I was in Japan, and they made us fried chicken because we couldn't eat the sushi. No, I tried a few pieces. No, it's not that you couldn't. No, I wouldn't. could not eat the sushi. Ah. I could not get over the flavor. Ah. I couldn't do it. You need to call me picky. No, I, I'm not. I don't have like six bazillion things that I won't eat like you. I have two. I have a please. Uh, slick pickles. Oh my gosh. And onions. No, we have come up with so many other Bow, things that you won't like eat. Like what? I don't remember off the top of my head, but we've come up with a ton of different things that you won't eat. BS. Whatever. Until you come up with a list in front of me, I don't believe it. Okay, I'm gonna work on it. You and Mo are scheming. I'm gonna call Mo. <laughs> And ask her, what are all the things he doesn't like? I like everything. Everything she makes is awesome. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, everything she makes is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, your arms being puppet arms is not, to me, enough discomfort (laughs) to really bother me. I forgot about that one. Right? But, like, getting my ass kicked by a monkey... Is pretty well past my limit of things I'm I'm gonna want to do. Like the first time, it might be funny when he first shows up, but then when you're laying on the ground sore and bruised, you got a black eye and you're bleeding, that would get tired. That would get tiring very very quickly. Did you did you I forget? Did you take the uh, the petty crime in front of a cop one? Yeah, I did take that one. Okay. Yeah, because like being in jail for a couple hours is not that big a deal. A million dollars would be great to have, but I don't. I have. I'm happy with. Not a million dollars, you know. Okay, how much would it take then? Let's let's cut, let's do the nut cutting. Ten, two, probably five. ten. I'd do it for ten for an hour. Just an hour. I mean, that's not that long. It's if it was one hour once, then yeah, that's a hundred percent worth yeah. it. But I mean, you don't know. Like I said, you don't realize how often. It's the same thing with the echoes. You don't realize how often that stuff happens because it doesn't mean anything to your life. Echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Once it starts meaning something to your life and causes you discomfort every time, you'd be like, I hate people with crutches. <laughs> Would a walker count the same? That's not crutches, no. Okay. No. And like those little scooter things that people ride, like when they have like a, like they tear their Achilles or whatever. Yeah. Like D, like what D had a roll yeah. on here for a while. I wouldn't count that. Yeah. I'd just go straight up crutches or you just go over there and like kick the crutches away from them and like like you don't see them with them <laughs> you would still see it if you knew they had crutches to kick it out from underneath them see, you but that's where you just pay, that's where you just pay that guy like hey 20 bucks to go kick the crutches away from that guy well you it's too late though you've already seen it <laughs> or you maybe you can hear them coming click clink click clink click clink <laughs> yeah it, i don't think it's worth it to me yeah i'll do it all right Hot trash. <laughs> For an hour. Nah, I'll be fine. I'll smell more things. <laughs> For free. <laughs> well, no, I work. I mean, I, 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 I worked 
in a restaurant, you know, growing up and I work construction. Construction guys are gross, man. Yeah, but hot trash is different. I mean, like a, a sweaty dude is one thing. Hot trash is something completely different. So I remember we had to... We you had, gag over the smallest things. You don't think that's going to make you gag? <laughs> you know what? For I, an hour straight, you're going to throw up. I literally just thought of that, too. Um, it was funny because you were talking about construction. We did a job down at the uh, Tyson plant. Um, oh, yeah. That's one of the worst dude, smells. Dude, I never realized yeah. how bad chickens smell. Like, You've never worked in chicken houses? No, well, I, not, up in, not up until that point, no. I mean, I, I grew up well, in the if middle. you're at a Tyson plant, that's not a chicken house. Well, whatever it is. No, it, no. Well, it's a processing plant. but it's That's still, different. That's a totally different smell. But it still has, like, at, at one point, there was live chickens there. Yeah, but that um, it, it when you go into a chicken house, the ammonia inside of it literally burns your eyes. Uh, it's it's a totally different smell. Um, it's it's totally different feeling. The chicken processing plant. The worst part is the the disposal room where they the parts that they cut off mm. and they dump into a, a a trailer for a truck to haul off. That's the worst smell in a chicken plant. <laughs> it's different when you're in the chicken house and there's literally layers and layers of chicken poop that they live on top of. Like I, I had a friend growing up who loved. He loved like the smell of barns and loved the smell of farms and stuff like that. Like, dude, you love the smell of shit. That's what you enjoy well, the smell of. Not necessarily. Manure is a very small part of that. Yeah, just... The smell of like a, a farm is usually more like hay and fresh air, right? <laughs> I don't. There's, I've never been on a farm. You've what? Where am I going to go on a farm? I, I grew up in the middle of Kansas City. Still, there's farms in Little Rock. Which I again not one of those things I I go to that often. We got to take you to a farm. Let me guess, you've never ridden a horse either. I've never. I've ridden a camel. <laughs> I don't think that counts. You know, it was, just, it was just like one of those like yeah at the fair or something. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But you need to experience a farm. I mean, you need I'm, to go work on a farm for a couple of days just to see what it's like. Yeah, let me find in my super busy schedule I can go work at a farm. You know what you should do is take one of those vacations to like uh, Montana or Colorado where you they let you stay at the dude ranch for free and you mm. work while you're there. Mm, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah, no. You'd be perfect at it, dude. You could shovel manure and, and carry hay bales. I mean, you, you're built for farm work. <laughs> you are built for farm work. Uh, just, I don't know. That sounds horrible. I mean, if it's free, maybe. But Yeah, well, you're... Some of them are free. Some of them you got to pay. There's different things. It depends what you're doing. I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. But like, you know, so we're going to Ireland next year mm-hmm. and I, 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 I don't want to stay in a hotel. I want to stay like a little farm side B and B's. I mean, maybe, maybe the farm life is for me. It's like green acres. Yeah. You never know. Green acres. I'm telling you, bro, to be. you're built for farm work. Farm living <laughs> is the life for me. <laughs> Not for, I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> I'm just impressed you got that far. <laughs> Hey, I grew up on like uh, what TV land. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not taking that money. Yeah, I'm I'm past that. You're still taking it. Yeah, yeah. I, if you know, when you said the gagging thing, that's it's going to change some I don't things. Know why I have such a bad gag reflex? You do. It's horrible. All right. Um. So yeah, like we said, next week we've got Chris Harper with Perdomo Cigars going to be here. We're smoking the uh, Habano Bourbon Barrel Age Sun Grown. Uh, one of our favorite Perdomo cigars. Um, 
and it's a, it's going to be a cool episode. Oh, Chris yeah. is always entertaining. He is. Um, a man of many, many talents, a man of many voices, the Mr. Peaky Blinders himself. Yeah, he does have a lot of voices. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening this week. We will talk to you next week. Later. <laughs>